to quick What's the sentence that has every letter? The quick brown fox jumped over the moon. Yeah, that one. Sure. Yeah. Oh, Here we sh- go. Hey, shit. God, I, sometimes I, I uh, forget that we're... Yeah. No, we're not. Sometimes I try to be playful in the very beginning. It doesn't really you work. You knew damn well I hit record. Yeah, I know. Then I'm trying to be like, hey. Oh, geez. You well, oh, we're recording? No oh, way. Goodness. I didn't know that. fucking horrible acting. Hello, <laughs> Welcome. students. Welcome to class slash you. Here we are. I am Nick. And I'm Andy. And, you know, uh, for some new listeners, this is uh, Slasher University. Slash U is what the cool kids call it. And we are a podcast, obviously, because that's what you're listening to. You should be listening on one of your podcast catchers. Tell them what we do at Slash U. Um, (laughs) Here at Slash U, we like to to watch and talk about these cheesy, campy, sometimes forgotten slasher horror movies, often made between the years 1977 and 1988, uh, a real golden age uh, in time. For these types of movies, I love it, man. It's 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 now that I've watched so many of these, Andy. Uh, it's not just boobs, blood, and body parts, mm-hmm. and beers. It's it's also like the Good Book. Like we always we're just getting a lot of tones of religion. Oh, of course, yeah. we get the tropes, the stereotypes, and whatnot. But really, man, I mean, I fuck, I didn't realize that there's so many religious over. T- like every fucking movie, it seems like we've watched has some kind of. God bless the ones that come yeah. down to Jesse. But, you it's know, definitely right. a, a a theme in a lot of the flicks, at least lately, anyway. Yeah. Uh, this is episode thirty-one. We are not of slash you right on episode yeah. thirty-one. We are not experts, cinephiles. No, no, we're a couple of guys in my basement with some microphones, uh, a couple with, beers, uh, with and some beers with enthusiasm for these types of movies. And hopefully, if you're listening, you also have that enthusiasm. We are going to spoil the entire movie. Uh, this week we watched Shallow Grave. 1987. This was a recommendation from, from uh, yes, Horror and Hallmark. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, I believe yeah. her name is. Give her and a follow. She, yeah, give her a follow <laughs> on the Instagram, Horror and Hallmark. Hallmark. Yeah, recommended this one to us, uh, Shallow Grave, directed by Richard Stiles. 1987, like Nick said, what, hour and a half? Yeah. Roughly. Roughly. Rated R, uh, available on Tubi. Which was a couple, free yeah. app with ads. A couple ads, no big deal. Oh, yeah, they were like two-minute ads. It wasn't a big Got me a chance to grab a beer and go to the bathroom. So, uh, you can I usually no just hit pause. You, you could wanted. also hit pause, yeah, if you wanted to go to the bathroom or get a beer. But uh, I uh, thought this was a good movie. I mean, it's not without its faults, but man. Yes. This, had, this uh, was directed by John Carpenter's nephew. Richard Stiles yes. is John Carpenter's nephew. John Carpenter of... Christine, Halloween, 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 yes. Christine, vampires? No. No? Oh. It's not. I was just kidding. You're it's a liar. Not. Yes. You're a dirty fucking liar. <laughs> you fucking trick me again. You son of a bitch. Get the fuck out of my house right now. Leave the John, beer. John Carpenter's God, nephew. Damn it, Nick. John Carpenter's. I bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> I don't know anything. His The person who does his taxes directed mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> jerk. Anyway, uh, shallow, moving on. Yes, uh, moving on to Shallow Grave. Yeah. Before we dive into what Nick and Andy really think of this. this I'm, still, I'm still flummoxed by you tricking me. This, this, this film that I... <laughs> uh, this film that I think maybe was somehow forgotten on the back shelf at the Blockbuster back in the day. Like, all your friends would be grooving in to fucking Blockbuster, partying. Yeah, Friday. Let's rent a smoking, movie. Smoking some joints, uh-huh. playing hacky sack. And 
<laughs> then like, hey, let's grab Halloween or let's grab Friday Thirteenth or let's yeah. grab fucking pieces or yep. you know there was probably one nerd was like, night, let, yeah, yeah, let's like let's grab Shallow Grave. Hey, fuck you, Melvin. We're not grabbing <laughs> like Marty. Marty of yeah. like Slaughter High would have been like, hey, let's grab Shallow Grave, you guys. Hey, fuck you, Marty. Yeah, you don't know shit. We're gonna douse your face in acid for recommending that fucking movie. <laughs> I heard it was a really good movie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and it is I yes I like this I mean it's it could use a little work it needs some tweaks here or there we've seen worse creative writing good script little twists little Great. suspense yes and you texted me some uh, very interesting like you were like hey this 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 but I don't want to spoil it for you but one mm-hmm. thing you wrote which I thought was very spot on mm-hmm. definitely a mutilator feel oh yeah definitely an intro like dude that the was beginning. such a good call like I mean I would have yeah. <laughs> Probably texted you that you saw it before me. I, I was uh-huh. like, "That's it." Yeah. So definitely, like... we'll we'll dive into that. <clears throat> I am. Uh, I know we're gonna keep babbling here, so we have to jump into Andy's <laughs> Cliff Kill Notes, sponsored oh. by Fantastic Food. When food is fantastic. <laughs> Every week, a different sponsor. Uh, the Cliff Kill Notes is just an attempt to get you guys up to speed on the broad overstrokes of the movie, so you can follow along with what we're gonna talk about this week. Four young college girls are on their way to Fort Lauderdale for spring break yep. or a long weekend. Uh, their break. car breaks down near the small town of Medley, Georgia. Medley, Medley. While they're stuck on the side of the road, one of the girls goes off to relieve herself in the woods. She comes upon a couple making love in the woods. They end up in a fight, and the man murders the woman. And All of it's witnessed by one of our main characters. It turns out he's the local sheriff, and now it's a race to get away before he kills them too to cover his tracks so this guy's kind of a slasher by proxy slasher by proxy suspense oh yeah like like i also have this in my notes too with it being in medley georgia Georgia. which which is a very small town it's 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 a real town no no it's a small town Uh it's i I don't think it's real honestly um i've already got you for the day with the john carpenter so everything else you say everything else is gonna be real but i do think it's that kind of psycho billy psycho thrills hillbilly kind of Uh, like deliverance like deliverance like hey you're gonna bend over and i'm gonna fucking you know smack you around like it's that (laughs) stereotype of southern a backwoods town. yeah like don't get lost in the backwoods no kidding or the northwoods well, if, if, you're, if you live with Andy, Northwoods is okay for the most part. <laughs> so that that is, uh, I believe, kind of the start of it. Uh, intro yeah. that's very reminiscent to Psycho. So, uh-huh. um, I thought, you know, again, if someone would have wrecked, I, I, I liked it. Well, uh, me too. We have uh, not a huge list of characters. Nope. The important characters are our four main characters: are the girls, the college girls on their on their vacation, uh, Sue Ellen. Patty, Rose, and Cindy. Uh, we also have Sheriff Dean and Deputy Scott, two cops in this small town. Um, we have Angie, who's a local girl from the um, the bar. The bar. She's a barmaid. Yeah, and then there's uh, Chad and Owen. There's an actual Chad this yeah. week. You always <laughs> you always use Chad as like the stereotype, uh, uh, the the bro. <laughs> The dude, the guy, dude, bro, is named Chad. Well, we have a real, an actual Chad and Owen, but and it would Owen. be great if it were like Chad and Ted. Yeah, it would be. Chad, They're the dreamy, hunky co- other college guys. Yeah, who, who are in the worthless? Are seriously worthless? Yeah. Well, we'll get into all that. They, uh, that's one of those things I think where they were in the movie to make it longer. 
honestly. Maybe maybe that's a good call. There really wasn't much point to those two boys. So they, there's a little spot where there's a little suspense because they're driving by, but and man. even the intro really had no point to it. I mean, maybe the intro, which we're gonna dive into right now. I mean, let's mm-hmm. go, let's get into it. The intro. Yeah. Here's how the movie starts. Yes, uh, it's it's a scene where it's almost a POV style. It's uh, you can hear girls whispering as they're looking through windows of a sorority. Right. And girls in the sorority, like ones like patting her bra, getting ready for a date. Some girls are dancing on a bed, you know, being silly. And all the things that go on in this All the things that go on. I think underwear they're having a pillow p- fight. Underwear pillow <laughs> fight. <laughs> what the director thinks goes on in his story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of girls around a TV watching Bayview Nights. Um, but again, but they stop on one girl, uh, the last window, and mm-hmm. she is preparing to take a shower. She got a towel on. and Towel on, and, and you can see her walk in the bathroom. So we're and like, you hear the Ooh. whispering like, oh, she's picking up the yeah. bottle. Okay, let's go. Let's she's get going. in. She's going. She's going. Yeah. So they get in <clears throat> yep. uh, to what we yeah. assume is the. We know it's t- girls whispering about this girl taking a shower. Right. Girl gets in the shower. We see a gratuitous booby shot. Hashtag gratuitous booby shot. Gratuitous booby shot. Totally. And, but it's a psycho scene. Next yeah. thing you know, she hears something. She opens a curtain, and there's a killer with a with a knife. Yeah. And it's, so is she, even the music. Yeah. <laughs> like. So you think she's getting stabbed? You think she's getting stabbed, and the water turns red, red around and, her. and she doesn't. She uh, she's a dramatically dramatic acting, yeah. letting go of the pulling Grab down the curtain, curtain one by one. Yep, and and falling back against the wall and down to the floor of the shower. So legit, legit, you think she's dead? She got killed. She's dead. What? So fast, uh, fast, fast forward to our four characters. Yeah. Uh, Cindy, Patty, Sue Ellen, and Rose sitting yeah. in front of an office where you can hear typing again. Uh, yeah, there's like, a, well, yeah. It's, it's always, always typing. It's either in a police station, a newsroom, or a guest now in a university. tell you it's an office. Well, okay. You know? Like on The Simpsons, whenever The Simpsons has an exterior shot of the nuclear plant, yeah. you hear a crow. Every time. Oh, Simpsons. wow. I didn't know always. that. Always. A little bit of Simpsons trivia. There's always the exterior shot of the nuclear plant. That's it. So just there's like so that, there's... Um, you hear typing. We're but in an office. We've heard, yes. It's either the police station, an office, or now a university. So the Ching. girls are waiting. Yeah. And we hear a girl from inside the office say, well, nun, look what they did to, look what they did to my hair. Yeah. So the girl leaves the nun's office. She stands and looks at all our four stars. Yeah. She's got cool red hair. Mm-hmm. Like, I, now, today's standards, nowadays, she had dope-ass pink hair. Yep. I liked it. Yep. So she's uh, like, look what you did. You're going to pay for this. And then Cindy says, well, if you wouldn't have tried to steal Patty's date, yeah. this shit would have happened. So there you go, Andy. It was, it was a, a joke. It was a prank. They put hair dye in her shampoo yes. bottle and then faked her out with a fake knife acting like they were going to kill her. And this girl's just dramatic. She wasn't actually <laughs> being stabbed. I mean, yeah. She was just dramatically falling in the shower with her hair turning red. Like if I was, let's just put the scene. Yeah. You're in the shower. Yeah. You're soaping up your nice, moist man boobs. Pectoral muscles. Yes. And so then I open your curtain, and then I start stabbing you with a rubber knife. Right. And you see a little, because you're shampooing your hair, and you know it's a little red, but when you say, out, hey, hey, Nick, is that you? Stop. Nick, what are you doing? I'd be like, what the fuck? That's a fake knife, and you're not actually hurting me. Yeah. And probably punch you or shove you away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or maybe ask me to join you. Yeah, hey, put it down and get in here. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but but so, these girls go in and 
mother superior or whatever the the nun the old bitty the head nun has uh, the rubber knife what am yeah, I gonna she's... do with you girls she's got the rubber knife you got girls up in trouble that's when I realized oh it was a prank yes me too like and so it that's took me my, a minute my point we yeah. I guess they do uh, that scene to prove that these girls are maybe like they're troublemakers like or... outcasts troublemakers yeah uh, but they could have there's so many other ways they could have done I I think the scene was literally set up to maybe make the viewer think hey is this gonna be kind of like a slasher fucking uh-huh. you know we're in that it's 1987 that's a good point i don't it was needless because the movie is nothing like that as we go on no absolutely not but it was just it was kind of cool maybe small character development these four girls are a, a gang or a group that are friends that are kind of outcast because the the mother superior says ever since the school year started you girls have been nothing but trouble yeah sue ellen i can see but Uh patty's kind of legit and even like cindy looks rose is kind of a fucking that's the thing these girls are stereotypes but they're not all the stereotypes one's got like like a madonna look it's like sue ellen and rose are like the princesses you know who are worried about breaking a nail the stereotypical like oh my god but cindy and patty are more down to earth like plain clothes Patty was my favorite. Smarter girls, yeah. So the <clears throat> so the old Biddy, the the nun, uh, <laughs> she she decides to punish them. Yes, and she says, "Well, you know, since we have a long week coming up, spring yeah. break, yeah, I don't. Hmm, what can I do? What are you? I hear you're going to Florida to take care of Cindy's sick grandmother. Right? Yes, ma'am. We are. Mm-hmm. Well, while you're down there." Your punk asses are going to write a hundred-page fucking paper on Minneapolis. I mean, St. Paul. The teachings of St. Paul. The teaching of St. Paul. Yeah. Good joke with the Minneapolis. <laughs> it's a hot topic in the news right now. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Good, when good, I wrote good. it, I didn't even think about that. Wow. Wow. Well, Fuck. <laughs> no, it's very topical. St. Paul. Anyway. Yeah. So they're like, and uh, it was Sue Ellen goes, Jesus Christ, under her breath. And, of course, the you know, mother superior is like, what did you just say? Never mind. We'll do it. So they... Um, Mother Superior, as they're leaving, says, by the way, where does where yeah. does your grandmother live in Florida? Fort Lauderdale Beach. And they all, what? Shut up. Get out of here. And they duck out quick. And the <clears throat> nun's like, Fort Lauderdale Beach? Also yeah. a popular, you know, party destination. Uh, that's when we learned they aren't going to take care of her grandmother. They're going to party. They're going to fucking party. And, and so they get, they get in a car the they you know sneak off to the car what kind of car was it did you research? yeah isn't it a, a lebaron convertible chrysler lebaron a convertible i think that it i think that's what it was i think yeah. i mean you yeah. know it's just a it's, it wasn't a corvette no no like it's, a, it's like your dad like your, yeah. if you had a your dad from the 80s like yeah. his 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 pimp ride but it was a, you know the top down and they're cruising down the road and there's uh there's 80s the... music playing music courtesy of mason daring in yeah. this movie Very fall break. Going on a fall break. Yep. That's them partying. You can hear the girls screaming. They're, it's that typical, like, we're going crazy on the road. And the music soundtrack wasn't that bad. I couldn't find it on Spotify. I looked. Oh, I couldn't either. I looked everywhere. This is why I have to record it like this. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners love this. Um, so... Well, yeah, the soundtrack is uh, Mason Daring um, did most of the songs, and I think that song you just played was called Pilot Mode. 
Yeah. Was, uh, so it was one of those montages where there's a song playing and we see the various it's very cuts of these girls driving. If our if our listeners out there have seen the Mutilator, which I'm sure most of them have. Oh man, Mutilator is, was good. Yes, it was. It was good. It's just like that. It it really is. I mean, you know, the except the song. It's yeah. and they're in a convertible. Yep. And they're sunny joking around, and, yep. sunny, and just having fun. And, and they're getting speeding tickets. Yeah, the girls get two speeding tickets, <laughs> and they've only been on the road for like 30 minutes, and they've already gotten two speeding tickets. They can show them getting stopped multiple times by troopers. Sue Ellen mentions that she wants to break the world record of dating. 23 dates in seven days. Yeah. I could... could does the Three I really want to head up Guinness and go? Do you really have a world record well, of dating? Did you <laughs> maybe? But did you hear like wow, the way she phrased it was so stupid? I don't know if she flubbed the line. The world. This di- is gonna be the Guinness trip of world records. Oh yes. What? This the, is gonna be the Guinness trip of <laughs> yeah, world I was records. Wondering. So I was like, did you mix up the words like the Guinness the world, world record of trips? The, or, the Guinness world record of trips. Yeah. The Guinness she, world record book of trips. Yeah. There you go. The Guinness trip of world records. <laughs> And instead of yelling "cut," you fucked it up there, dyslexia. They just, they just, just go. It's Who probably cares? like take eighty. Just in let the, it go. Yeah, in the you know Richard Styles is <laughs> taking another, taking another hit. Whatever. I'm out of cocaine. Just let it go. So twenty three dates in seven days was would be you know just over three per day. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to get busy. So that would be breakfast, brunch, a lunch, and then a dinner date. Yeah. So um, it doesn't divide evenly, but yeah, close enough. Um, so then the exterior scene. We night. get to a coffee food place. Um, they stop because... Barbecue joint. Yeah, they plan on driving through the night, and um, whoever's driving needed some coffee. Uh, and they weren't going to stop and Cindy. stay at a hotel. Cindy was driving mm-hmm. and just needed coffee. Uh, but they were afraid to go in because they're like, oh, there's, there's a good. big black guy staring at them. <laughs> there's a bunch of skeezy looking characters there. They're yeah. going to undress us with their eyes. Yeah. And it's, you know, and so they didn't want to go in, but they end up going in because Cindy needs the energy. Unless you guys want to drive, I need coffee. And that's where our worthless boys eventually pull up well inside the barbecue joint i want to point out you get you can't get to heaven is a great song mm. um yep. you can't get Playing to heaven from here it's very yacht rock i don't know if our listeners know yacht rock but it's anything you know with some cool recorded between 1977 1983 usually with great uh musicians that sit in on the sessions uh, Another Mason Daring song written by Mason Daring, sung yeah. by Raven. You can't Gasoline. get to heaven from here. Yep. It's a great soundtrack. It's yeah, this had a good groovy soundtrack. So, um, <clears throat> and that's when the stereotypes of our 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 jocks walk in. Chad and Chad, Owen. Chad and Owen. The girls see them uh, pull up in their car, and the girls are immediately. Well, Rose and Sue Ellen are. Oh my God! They want so hot. They want to start those dates dibs. now. I want. I got dibs. Which one? On the hot one. They're both hot. And uh, Cindy points out. Um, now who's addressing who with their eyes? Yeah. Like you guys were worried about everybody in here addressing us, and you two are being pigs. These, <laughs> and again, like Andy said, and and I fully agreed with the 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 reason for Chad and Brett. I mean Chad and Owen, nothing. Nope. Uh, they're the, filler. The acting is horrible from Chad. Owen, not bad, uh, but uh, they. They make their food, and as they're waiting for the food, they walk by the girls' table, and that's when Sue Ellen's like, oh, I want to get their attention. Yeah. Hey, so Michigan, isn't that the wolves? Wolverine, sweetheart. Yep. So, like, well, come on and join us. So the Chad and Owen join them, yep. and I guess college talk starts? 
Uh, yeah, they're like, what girl, what school do you girls go to? And uh, Rose says, like, St. Mary something. And she's like, shut up. How do you know? Sue Ellen's like, quiet. How do you know we're in school? Maybe we graduated. And Chad's just like, well, first of all, she just said the name of the school. And second, second, she's reading a book. She's reading a first-year lit book. It's fourth-year lit. Yeah. Not uh, Not at Michigan. Yeah, Patty was like, um... Uh, yeah, Chad's like not at Michigan. It's Paradise Lost. <laughs> yeah. That's a first year. Would you rather be a? Would Ru- you rather? Would you rather rule in he- uh, rule in hell rule or in serve hell in heaven? Serve in heaven. Yeah. Rule in hell, baby. Yeah, that's, Nick uh, all the way. Paradise Lost. Yep. But uh, so Dante's Inferno. Yes. Or whatever. So. so amidst the cocaine, yeah. we get some education here. A little bit of literature education. A little bit of literature. Apparently, the Catholic I'll take literature school, education for yeah, $200. Apparently, the Catholic school doesn't teach lit at the same rate as the University of Michigan. Wolverine does goddamn. Yeah, so Chad, obviously very condescending, kind yes. of a douchebag. Uh, there's some flirtatious flirting here. Flirtatious they're, flirting. Yes, and they, they let the girls know that they're on their way to Fort Lod- Fort Lickerdale, <laughs> as they call it. And I was like, hey, Fort Lickerdale, raise. So, but they're on their way to Fort Lauderdale, too. Right. And so, you know, Sue Ellen makes the idea, uh, brings up the idea of like, why don't we all drive together? Oh, but they got to go to meet like Chad's sister. Owen's sister. Owen's sister. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter whose sister it was. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) I'm glad you corrected me. I thank you. But it makes no difference. Uh, (laughs) It was John Carpenter's nephew's sister. One of their sisters. Yeah. Uh, So they can't caravan with the girls, but... They agree to meet them for breakfast the next morning at this little place that's, I guess, like on the Georgia-Florida line. Uh, no reference to the band. The Georgia-Florida border or something. Yeah, it's a little um, truck stop for it. Yeah, they want to meet for breakfast. Uh, and then um, the boys are kind of convincing the girls, like, maybe let us stay at the house that you're staying in. Because we have a place, but we'd have to sleep on the floor. We would love to stay at whatever place you're staying in. The girls are kind of like, oh, we'll maybe meet for breakfast first and decide. And they, well, they, but they like it. They're all about it. They're all about it. Sue Ellen like mysteriously mysteriously gets up awkwardly, awkwardly, yeah. and it's like one of the I think Cindy says, "Oh, bathroom calls." Yeah, or the, yeah. she's got a small bladder. So, yeah. So we find out that that's when she's really going to during the second watch. I knew this is when she goes to steal same Chad's shit. He, she stole his ID and money, money out yeah. of the car. So why he left his ID and money in the car, I don't know. At a small it. southern truck stop or yeah. a small barbecue joint we at need night. The money. Up. I mean, they're buying food, but whatever. Maybe Owen picked it up. Yeah. So uh, they paid with it with cocaine. Uh, yeah. Um, Chad takes the copy of Paradise Lost. Yes. As insurance. As that, insurance. That they're gonna meet him for breakfast, and they go. And the girls are like, "How do you know they're gonna meet us? You know, maybe you just stole your book." And that's when Sue Ellen's like. I got his license and money, so that's in my own insurance. Yeah, so I guess it's on. I guess it's the on. truck stops on. So the girls decide to sleep in the kitchen of the barbecue place. I'm just kidding. No, they don't. I know, but I, I JK that. But they you know, drove all any, night. Any, any, so that's what they did. Because anyway, the next day. So I wonder where this school is. I assume it's got to be up yeah. in the Northeast. That's when I started because they the obviously same thing. they're driving through Georgia. They're driving down. If right. you're anywhere out west, you're. I mean, maybe because I, I, they go through. I think you're right. It's in Northeast, maybe Boston or New York or outside of one of those cities. Yeah, and if they left and like at, along the East Coast, they left down. at noon, so they drove all the way through there in Georgia. Now, it's, yep. and it's six in the morning because uh, it's the, the next day. The radio comes in and says, "Hey, I'm uh, Radio Jack, and uh, welcome to Midland, Georgia. <laughs> We're a small town with a great radio station. We're going to have a survivalist on the on the uh, on the show a little later, but first, a community calendar." 
you know. It's, he introduces it, like the mayor. Yeah. Oh, that's later. That's oh, that's uh, later. that's, that's the uh, afternoon jock. That's yeah. Flash we have a Jack. couple of radio things. On yeah, Flashjack. So it's six a.m. in Medley, Georgia. Mm-hmm. We're at our final stop of the movie. Obviously. Yep. They pull into the gas station. It's the local yokel stereotype. Like, <laughs> hey girls, pumps your own gas or can pumps I, the gas can for I you. Feel up, girl? You know, yeah. like where are you ladies headed? I'm Cletus. Yeah, we're going to Fort Lauderdale and a truck full of other yokel locals drive by all cheering with waving their guns like yeah and the the gas station attendant yells don't shoot your nuts off and the girls are like what's that all about and he says it's the first day of hunting season yeah hunting what deer uh, well no snakes? that's what jody and I t- gator that's gator? what I, yeah that's dude that's what i said too alligator because oh, okay. even jody brought the point she was like hey uh what are they hunting i mean is this spring break i'm it's like just- Gators. It's just randomly hunting season. Possums. Wild pigs. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. The, the sisters. A, a truck full of dudes drive by and the, the, the gas station attendant just yells at them. Don't shoot your nuts off. And yeah, the, the girls drive off and he awkwardly chases after them. Like, <laughs> Was he looking for a tip? I didn't know <laughs> no, why he was chasing. No, because he's just like like because after he like awkwardly chases him, he chases him for like five feet. Yeah. He's like, oh shucks. Yeah. And as the girls pull off, it's like I feel like the montage is going to start up again, like with right. the uh, going on a spring break. Right. Um, <laughs> this is we have to get a little dialogue before the typical trope car breakdown. Flat tire. Yeah. <clears throat> this is where they negotiate. They discuss their hundred page papers. That they owe uh, to Sister Mary Margaret, Mother Superior, whatever her name is. Um, is it Sue Ellen starts negotiating, I think. With, with Patty. With Patty. Will you write mine for 50 cents a page? And Patty's like, fifty a page. And Sue Ellen just says, okay, a dollar a page. That's 100 bucks in 1987. Yeah. That's a lot of cocaine. Like, deal. And the other two girls start laughing. Rose and Cindy, they start laughing. And Sue Ellen's like, what's so funny about a business transaction? And, and that's when Patty says, like, uh, or Cindy says that we're, we're paying her 50 cents a page. <laughs> uh, and then the, the flat tire and they spin off uh, the side of the road and hit a tree. And then, in yes. the ditch. And Rose decides to take her pants off. Yeah, Rose, well, she has a skirt. <laughs> okay, uh, she takes her skirt and off. And it's a skirt. I need, I've never worn a skirt. I don't know much about skirts. But it looks like it's one of those where you can't, like, you know, flex. You can't relax. Your legs are constantly just together. Because it's such a tight skirt. And I think that's the reason she took it off. She was going to sunbathe. Two things, but she was sunbathing. She could have hiked it up. And, yeah. and and the other thing, you have worn a skirt. Don't lie. Oh, well, sorry. So, didn't but need, uh, everybody to know I, that. I, anyway. didn't, <laughs> I didn't think about your explanation, though, of, of it being... I mean, it is just... I mean, it looks like just a bikini bottom she's yeah. wearing. She says, it doesn't look like much people use this road. Yeah, so unzips she... and takes it off. And it's also probably another... <sighs> thing that the director did <laughs> take off your skirt sunbathe on the car that'll be hot yeah yeah we'll just do that yeah i like it they'll love it they'll uh, love it give me another hit <laughs> so that's bump thought. bump oh sorry yeah. i don't know the terminology <laughs> so anyway as rose is taking off her skirt yeah uh, she just wants to chill out in her panties smoke cigarettes and she yes she wants to smoke cigarettes they can't change the tire uh as Patty and Cindy want to change the tire because uh, Rose took it out because she couldn't fit all the luggage in there. They, she took it out of the trunk to fit the luggage in, so they don't have a spare. And Sue Ellen has to pee, and uh, she didn't go at the gas station because it was dirty. But now she really has to go. Yeah, because and, uh, but she doesn't want to go in the woods. Yeah, and it's funny to think about in the 1987s or the mm-hmm. 1980s, either the, ni- the no cell phone. 
No yeah. way to get in touch with anybody. Right. It's no a, OnStar. No yeah. Nothing. There's, uh, I like Rose said in the movie, very desolate road. Mm-hmm. I would still feel like, though, someone would drive by. Oh, yeah. There and was s- another car when they swerved, when the tire popped, there was a different car going the opposite direction <laughs> that swerved off. They swerved off to miss it. And that's when they got stuck. So there's at least one other car going by. Yeah, I mean, but I guess when the girls are there, no one's um, going by. So, nope. again, we uh, flash uh, exterior scene back to the boys. Chad and Owen, pointless. I again, my pointless, pointless, pointless. <laughs> you know, and Chad realizes that he's been pranked or that uh, his, his money and his ID on. were stolen. Yep. It's not a prank, Chad. Identity theft is not a joke. Nope. And also that money... <laughs> That money was stolen. You mm-hmm. think, oh, because it's for insurance, they really want to meet me. No, mm-hmm. Sue Ellen just wants to buy a bunch of Molly and get mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah, get 123 dates in seven days. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> th- but these guys really think, like, these girls are g- going to meet yeah. them. It's on. Yeah. So uh, He tells Owen, who's going inside to a store, like, hey, take it easy on the food. We're meeting those girls for yeah. breakfast. And Owen comes a back with... Acting. Owen comes back with Wheaties and beer. <laughs> says, the breakfast of champions. <laughs> Wheaties and beer. Wheaties! Product placement. I hear. What do you think? Uh, that's what I'm making for breakfast on the bachelor party oh. sat- Saturday morning. Wheaties and Wheaties beer. and beer. Like it's so funny. I saw the plan. Yeah. Uh, does Cheryl listen to this? I'll just shut up. Uh, she probably does, and hopefully she's still listening at this point. <laughs> anyway, she it's just funny how like episode. the the breakfasts and yeah. things and parties are planned. Yeah. It's like, here, here's some Wheaties and a beer. This yeah. is magnificent, man. Thanks, guys. Yep, so good. But so. we uh, jam back to the girls, right? Where it looks like Rose has smoked two packs of cigarettes, and she needs more. <laughs> she's like, like, "I need a cigarette." Camera settles on a like, pile of butts, a pile of cigarette butts. <laughs> As she's putting on another one, goes, "I need cigarettes." It's she's like just chain smoking. Yeah, holy Big time. shit! And she because I mean, it's only been they've only been there for like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, you feel like well, we maybe don't it's know. a passage of time. It could be maybe a, the butts are saying the cigarette butts. Hour. Yeah, yeah, that's why they show a pile. She smoked that much. Uh, so Sue Ellen still hasn't peed. Patty's gonna kick dirt and go to the gas station. So Patty walks off to the gas station. And Sue Ellen goes off to pee in the woods. And, right? She goes to off to the jungles of the Amazon. To piss in the yeah, wood. It's Holy shit. Pretty thick woods, right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I was like, when did they go to Costa Rica? I'm surprised they didn't put in those sound effects that you used, <laughs> oh, to, hear. <laughs> yeah, like you used to hear in cartoons and shit. <laughs> like, just say, like, this is a fucking jungle. <laughs> no, but, I mean, we look, I was like, are these, these are woods. These are yeah. like thick, this is a thick rainforest. <laughs> the thick <laughs> Georgia jungle. <laughs> No shit, but uh, that was just a. But to Andy's point, yes, she does run off into the woods to finally take a piss. And and uh, that was uh, Patty walks uh, to the gas station. Patty's walking to the gas station. That leaves Cindy and Rose with the car. And Sue Ellen is uh, in the uh, rainforest of Costa Rica. Uh, She hears some voices. Yep. As she's finishing up, and decides to follow the voices carefully, tiptoeing, and comes upon the edge of a clearing where she sees a couple naked. On a blanket, obviously just got done having sex. You get to see this great 80s manly chest. Like, every dude's chest in the 80s looked like this guy's chest. Well, I would say what what the 80s thought of as fit guys. Yeah. Like, a little bit of hair, apish. He's a, he's a built dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and I mean, uh, it's like, if you yeah. like... I don't know who the actor was, but I mean, it made me think of Eric Tom Estrada. Harsh? <laughs> Tom Harsh? Is that his name? Tony. Tony March. Tony March. I was sheriff kind of Dean. We don't know at this point that he's the sheriff because he's just, uh, you know, he's naked. Um, 
He's and then he gets dressed, puts his pants on, and this other gal naked is like, "No, stay we, with me." We find out is Angie. Her name's Angie. Yeah. Uh, she's like, "No, stay with me. Let's do it again. I don't get to see you, you know, that often." And he's um, like, "Nope, we're done. We gotta nope, go. I gotta go." Uh, question for you. Yes. This is hunting season. Hunting's very popular in this area. Uh, I come from a hunting community in northern Wisconsin. I happen to know the first day of hunting season. It is very good chance these folks would have been discovered by a hunter. <laughs> Why were they doing this in on the, the woods first. on the first day of hunting well, season? <laughs> okay, I got an answer. Yeah, he's the sheriff, and it's I guess it's just right up the road because uh, like Sue Ellen didn't run in like two yeah. miles into the jungle to take a piss. Sure, she just went to the outskirts. That's true. So she, he is just like he's not far from the road either. But I hear. But I hear what you're saying. You're right. It's but very possible. as the sheriff and probably a local yokel himself, yeah. probably knows a hot place is to go fuck in the woods. Okay. Like where, you know, maybe he wouldn't. But it is in a clearing. Mm-hmm. And they are fully nude. Again, yep. man 80s chest. Yep. Rad. Yep. And uh, she all of a sudden drops her, her friendly promiscuous attitude she gets a little she gets pissed she gets pissed because you know uh she wants him to stay uh they don't get a lot of time together wants him to stay and starts accusing him of still uh still being in love with his wife you know you were gonna you were gonna file for divorce and be with me and take me out of this shithole town and uh starts uh getting mad at him for all this stuff so we know now they're having an affair or he's having an affair with her uh on his wife and he at one point um you just keep your mouth shut is what he says to her, which becomes important later in the movie. But he yells at Angie, you just keep your mouth shut. Uh, and they they start, uh, she slaps him. Uh, physical physical altercation ensues, and he accidentally breaks yeah, her neck. I don't think he her. accidentally, that's a smack and a neck break. Oh, you neck, think he did it on purpose? Yes. I thought he just kind of, yes. I just thought he got, got a little too rough. And no, broke, because broke then he would have killed everyone else. Well, he's covering his tracks. Covering his tracks. I dig it, but yeah. you, again, if he wasn't, it was an accident or she felt like he's the sheriff. I mean, he's got awards and accommodations. He could have thought of, this dude is psycho in the head. That said, you know, with the threatening, with, with Angie threatening Sheriff Dean, you know, he's not going to have it. He's like, you're not going to ruin my fucking career. You're not going to ruin my fucking relationship with my wife. Right. Who maybe I still do love. Mm-hmm. You're just a barmaid who's, you know, maybe I just want to grab a boob occasionally. A little side piece. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just trying to be, become the mind of... Get into his head. Yeah, Sheriff Dean. Yeah. So he breaks her neck, I think, intentionally. Um, yeah. And Sue Ellen witnesses Witnesses this. it. But it's at enough of a distance where she does not clearly recognize she yeah she doesn't yeah she Um, she she doesn't really of course she wouldn't know who they are but she doesn't really get a good idea of what what they look like right and i can't either because the picture on this movie is very blurry yeah (laughs) this is not a high def movie and i was like this is hard to see yeah i can't see the boobies watch tv like this (laughs) um but back at the car rose has put her skirt back on yeah. And they are now starting to get a little worried about Sue Ann. Sue Ellen. She's Sue taking Ellen, too sorry, long. Sue Ellen, yeah. who is fleeing the murder scene. Trips and hurts her ankle. Tweaks her is, ankle. She's kind of lost getting back to the road. Um, there's also a quick cut, I think, of uh, Patty getting to the gas station and finding it closed. Knocking yeah, on the door. door yeah, gone hunting. Gone hunting. So that's closed and locked up. And also, this is when... Um, when Sue Ellen does fall and break her ankle trying to get back to her car. I didn't thought yeah. she was just right in the woods. She was scared of the woods. What? Well, like, she got all turned around, you know? Like, she 
heard them talking and then snuck up all along but, the edge of this clearing and she just must have gotten dis- discombobulated. You would have gone like five, ten feet in the woods, like from where the field meets the woods from the car and she taken a tinkle tinkle. And then like, she so you're telling farther. like a mile in. No, maybe not a mile, but she definitely went maybe a football field in. hundred yards in? It's easy to get turned around in the woods okay if you've never been there before. i'll get with that i'll get with that but while uh sue ellen tweaks her ankle and patty discovers that the gas station is closed yep manly chest um <laughs> i mean sheriff dean decides he needs to do something with the body yeah uh the barmaid angie and he, he at first he just sets her in the passenger seat of his car yeah that's a creepy right scene yeah. that's a creepy scene all dead yeah her and, eyes are yeah that, they really yeah. they did a good job on that because yeah. um <clears throat> it does look like something is, is wrong she does not look like she is sleeping but she does not look like she's awake nope um she puts him yeah but back in the truck and cindy and rose are really bored rose wants some smokes yep. so they decide to go find sue ellen in uh the rainforest of the amazon <laughs> and they uh um, finish it andy well it, it's at this point where dean is uh, digging a shallow grave drink hey drink name of the movie yeah that was uh, good he's there with his shovel drinking drinking uh, uh digging a shallow grave uh when rose and cindy come upon him um and Rose well, Rose walks up to the side of the car. Why is that so funny? Because what she does. <laughs> Rose walks up to the car where the dead body of Angie is laying and starts asking, like, hey, excuse me, lady, do you have any cigarettes? You have, like, a pack of smokes? Can I bum a cigarette? And at the same time, Rose is calling out to Cindy. Dean. Sorry. Cindy is calling out to Dean. Uh, excuse me, sir. We're lost. Our car broke down. We need help finding. Have you seen our friend? And we're help. We need help uh, with the car. And he's digging the hole. And um, while she's calling Dean, Rose is discovering that this woman in the front seat is dead. And uh, you know, in in horror, sort of stumbles back into um, Cindy and says, "Like that lady, that lady's dead." And that's by now Dean has a gun in the air and he shoots at them. And he, first he hits Rose in the arm and she screams and falls back. And Cindy screams too. Uh, and then. Um, and, and jumps away, and this is where it's slow motion. Rose makes a dive towards Cindy. Yeah. And the sheriff pops off another shot, and it hits Rose right in the head. And the special effects... Is great. Wow. It's good, you dude. see almost like it feels like a bullet is hitting Rose in the head, and she dies, and blood spatter hits Cindy. Yes. And that's my... Dick kill. Shut up. Dick kill. Baby, we didn't have it last week. I'm excited to have Andy's dick, dick kill, kill shot. shot. That was a great dick kill shot, Andy. Yeah. It, as you said it perfectly, eloquently. Oh my God. Well said. Cool. Well spoken. Rose falls into Cindy to to save her. To save so her. So she's heroic in and, her last so, moment on earth. Yeah. So as uh, Cindy goes to the ground with Rose falling on her, Rose is dead. Cindy's appalled and gets up and scrambles away. This is on the opposite side of the truck out of Dean's view, field of view. And by the time Dean walks up on that truck and around, it's just Rose's body there and Cindy's gone. Cindy's takes off, so uh, through the jungles. (laughs) And it sucks because... It sucks this scene because Sheriff puts his shirt back on. We we yeah, missed that, that aerobic yeah. gorilla manly <laughs> 80s chest. But he gives chase. Yeah. Because to Andy, he wants to cover up his tracks. It was an accident. I knew this guy was a psycho killer his whole life. There are dead animals in his backyard, Sheriff Dean's backyard. You think so? Real quick note before we go on to the chase and uh, Suella yeah. makes it back to the cart. Jody and I were having a talk. And I was like, you know, the sheriff looks a little bit like Dylan McDermott. And she's like, nope. And I was like, what? 
And I kind of got mad. So I was like, man, sometimes I don't, I, we watch these movies together first yeah. and then I do a second round by myself. Yeah. So you're about to ask me if I agree with you? Or... No, yeah. I took a side by side. Oh, you did? Of Dylan McDermott and Sher- Sheriff Dean. And I could have gotten a better picture, but I didn't. And I was being a little baby because I was like, he kind of, do- come on, tell me that doesn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to see. Thank see you, Joey. Well, when you put aviator sunglasses on both of them that's what i told her uh, i said wearing glasses that okay. looks like dylan mcdermott so i'm gonna post okay. this on social media and right. i told her this i'm gonna post it on social media and i'm gonna let the i'm gonna let the students vote okay watch our instagram account slash you underscore podcast you'll yeah see. i'll do it next week when they when, when, when our six or seven listeners dive Perfect. in i love it but, so um, sheriff dean's chasing cindy he just misses sue ellen yeah it's a really cool shot of Sue Ellen uh, hiding, hung, behind, hiding behind a tree, a huge a tree, huge jungle tree, uh, <laughs> rubbing her ankle. Yes, uh, and the and the the sheriff is kind of behind her in the distance, looking around, listening, and he takes off running. Question: Yeah, Sue Ellen wouldn't have heard the two fucking gunshots. Gunshots? Mm, you'd think so. All right, but okay, but again, it's pretty thick forest. Absorbs the sound. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to the Amazon woods? No, I haven't. Uh, there's so, there's a fish there that'll swim up your pee hole. I no way, dude. Oh yeah, leeches and God knows what else. No thanks. Yeah, I heard you could die if something swims up your pee hole. Yeah, you'd probably die of a lot of things in the Amazon. So we should burn it all down. I'm just kidding. Don't. That's, a <laughs> That's <Yeah>. bad. No. <laughs> Sue Ellen does make it back to the car where she yes. finds uh, she she finds the keys in the trunk. Of course, she's uh, just a chaotic mess right now. Yeah, all of her friends are gone. She's all dirty yep. and she's screaming. She takes to her arches and uh, goes to Take, find... Takes to her arches. Oh, on foot. Yeah. Got it. Uh, where she finds... <laughs> I was talking... Uh, anyway, she finds Patty walking back and she tells Sue Ellen... Yeah. I mean, uh, she tells Patty, Sue Ellen tells Patty, I just witnessed a murder. Yep. I don't know what's a sheriff. I don't know who it is, blah, blah, blah. But he I just witnessed her. a murder. Yep. Yep. And again, that's like where I was like, didn't she fucking hear gunshots too? So she's all, because, you know, he did fire twice, you know. Right. But again, doesn't matter, Nick. She's Keep like, going. Rose and Cindy are gone. They must have gone to find me. Yes. Uh, I don't know where they are. And Patty's like, okay, okay, that's fine. Let's go back to the gas station. Yeah. So they walk back to the gas station. Meanwhile, Cindy's running for her life, makes it back to the car. And no keys. No keys. Because Sue Ellen just took but them. What would she have done with the keys, dude? The co- the tire's flat. I guess she could have kind of driven she off. She would have tried to just drive away. I mean, not. She's trying to get away. You know, this man's chasing her. Anyway, she dies. And, um,. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's well, like that's the quick. thing. Um, Cindy sees Patty and Sue Ellen way in the distance and screams for him. This was uh, this reminded me of the opening scene of Scream. She's that close. Oh, yeah. She's that close to getting her friends because when um, when she uh, can't get them by screaming, she goes to the front of the car and she's about to lay on the horn. And that's when Sheriff Dean comes from behind and starts choking her. Kills so her. she was so close to getting her friends. That's attention. a good point. Like it I know there's a me lot of, of Drew Barrymore at the beginning of. The there's a lot of movies probably in that same trope. Like hey, like you're close and I'm don't want to die, but that yep. one stands out. Good call, yep. Andy. So close. That one's rad. Um, so sheriff chokes her out. So now we're up to two deaths. Three two deaths, deaths and he, three deaths if you count Angie. Yeah. Yeah, of course we're gonna count Angie. Mm-hmm. Um, so the girls, uh, Patty and Sue Ellen, one is limping, walk back to the gas station. Yep. And they talk about what uh, Sue Ellen saw. Yep. And she's like, did you get a good look? And Sue Ellen's like, well, I didn't see his penis, so I don't know how big it is. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, the script writer was like, <laughs> yep. I made a penis joke. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give me another bump. 
So, uh, I, you know, again, I thought that was funny. Um, so the boys are, we, we, we go to Chad flash over to Chad and Brad, um, Chad and Owen and they're at their Uh, breakfast meetup. Yeah. Where are the girls? Damn. Brad Brad and Chad got stood up and and Chad's like, I've never gotten stood up. So their car must've broken down. We're going to go find them. He refuses to believe. He refuses to go on a spring break and meet plenty of other hot 80s, Paulo Abdul fucking girls drinking Diet Cokes. Paulo Abdul? I don't know. It's it's 1986, (laughs) probably 87 when they filmed it, but... It's, they go to fucking, they could go party. I know, that's what Owen wants to do. Owen's like, dude, I mean, it's Fort Lauderdale in the 80s. Cocaine and girls and... But Chad's like, they have my ID and my money and we gotta find them. Yes. uh, Anyway, I guess that kind of threw me off a little bit, but... uh, Why do we need these guys in the story? They could have left at this point now and no one would have given a... Oh, yeah. Make the movie movie longer. longer. Um, (laughs) So there's no way we got set up, so we're gonna look for them. So the boys take off. Back at the gas station, yeah. Patty and Sue Ellen are looking around. Um, Patty's out back. Sue Ellen hears a phone ring, so she knows they need help, and she's like, they, they have a phone. I'm going to break the window to go answer the phone. At the same time, hmm. Patty is noticing a, uh, a a lead, a dog lead, and a collar that, that is missing a dog. Mm-hmm. So as she's breaking the window to get inside, the door window to get inside, Patty screams, Sue Ellen, no! Because as she's reaching in to open the door, there's an attack dog inside. So bites her, her hand. bites her hand. So in the past 30 minutes, this girl, an hour, sprained her fucking ankle. And now she's getting a, a vicious dog, dog bite. bite. Yeah. A vicious dog bite. It's totally a fake dog. Like, oh, we don't yeah. see you don't the dog. You don't see the dog. You just hear, arr, arr. some guy playing a sound effect or going, Yeah, but so. T- <laughs> they couldn't even afford a fucking Rottweiler or something. I know. Like, even- why? Yeah, you like German you Shepherd borrow, or something. You could have borrowed Edith or a Pixie, and we could have put them in there and been There's like, hey, no, they could have just done a B-roll of a dog going like this. But uh, anyway, to distract the dog, Patty breaks another window, yep. so the dog runs over Let's there. Let's go, and yeah. So gets now, it out, but I uh, thought that was, I was like, man, poor fucking Sue, Sue Ellen. Ellen uh, she gets beat up, so she's injured. Um, she, Her and Patty just sort of sit on the front porch of the gas station, and um, Patty cradles Sue Ellen with her bloody arm, and they're crying a little bit. Um, we've got the sheriff taking uh, Cindy's body yeah. back to join Rose and Angie. Dean is putting Angie, Rose, and Cindy in a shallow grave. Drink. Drink. Uh, so he's he's burying the three funny. bodies to cover up his uh, his murder spree so far. And then we go back to the girls at the gas station. We assume some time has passed a little yeah, bit, a little bit. And Deputy Scott arrives and arrests them you boys you you boys you, you girls better have a good explanation or you're yeah. going to jail this guy looks like he's like every male porn actor that does gay for pay oh. like i'm not saying that's bad but i mean what's, he, what's gay for pay Explain. meaning that you're not gay and porn but you will be gay to make money gay for pay oh okay see as a person who doesn't watch any porn ever i'm uneducated on i i do not either. I swear I saw it on a movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I watch it. We watch a lot of movies. <laughs> I mean, gay for pay porn in the 80s. Yeah. Cocaine. Yeah. Probably mixed with a little uh, fucking lewds. Probably yeah. a fucking party. Pretty but, prevalent. But Deputy Scott is. Looks like that. Got it. Yeah. He's a. Yeah. So if you're not seeing the movie and. So think of a gay for pay porn actor in Got the it. 80s. That is Deputy Scott. He's a blonde haired, blue eyed dude. Yeah. And he's working. Uh-huh. He's the deputy. 
and uh, they're trying to explain to him like the, the Sue Ellen and Patty are like, listen, we've lost our friends. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, my friend here saw a murder. Um, and he, he's not having it. He's like, you just get in the car. You you breaking and entering. Well, we didn't enter. Didn't well, enter. you still broke something. Plus, because there was a dog in the there. dog got you. That's why you didn't enter. Uh, they're at the police station. Just sort of, it's it, there's classic um, Georgia stuff. Yeah, like the back and forth between the girls like yeah. and the deputy. Like, well, you know, we're your friends. Yeah. Well, they're in the woods. Yeah. What, what about our friends? What can we do? Well, they'll probably walk back in town like you girls did. Yeah, but the... Uh, the decorations, there is the Georgia flag, the old Georgia oh, flag, yeah, which the, had a uh, Confederate yeah. uh, aspect to it. There's a picture of Ronald Reagan mm. on the wall. <laughs> like, they, they, they are. They'd made this up to, like, stereotype. It is you know? crazy how much. I mean, fuck, even the Dukes of Hazard had a Confederate flag on their yep. car. Like, it's yep. crazy. Like I like, looked up Georgia state flag, and it changed in 2003. But the old design is the one that was hanging. Sure, of course, yeah. One yeah. Right I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it was yeah. Reagan was in fucking office. Yeah. God, and man. Reagan, yeah, they have a picture of Ronald Reagan. Yeah, I saw we that love, too. We love President Reagan around here. Um, but back at the car, where after Dean, buried, well, the, there's a radio exchange. The the deputy gets a message on the radio. I had this question for you: Is it Dean? But somebody radios him. Forty one. Oh, base, I got it. Yes. And the, and Deputy Scott's like, "Go ahead, forty one." He said, "There's a there is a car out here with a flat tire." It's Sheriff Dean. That's Sheriff. Dean doing mm-hmm. it? Okay. Yeah, he's like, uh, hold yeah, the girls, hold the here. girls. I want to have a talk with him. So then we go back to him uh, yeah. live on scene. Yes, he's live on scene trunk. of the car, and this is where we are going to find out that he's getting rid of their luggage. Popping the trunk, ditching their luggage. And in the cell, Patty and Sue Ellen, uh, they bond over the graffiti on the wall. Yep. Um, Complain like, about not being able to make their phone call. Yeah, and who can they call? Like They're right. like, who can we call? Everyone's out of town. So Sheriff Dean... Uh, pulls back into the station, and uh, you know the deputy Scott Young, gay for pay porn guy, was like, <laughs> you know, he tells them they're all fine. Yeah. You know, he's like they're fine, but hey, guess what, sheriff? Um, they they, they, they seen a murder. Yeah, they say they seen a murder, and their two of their friends are missing. Scott loves Sheriff Dean. Yeah, he he's, really looks up to him. Yeah, he's yeah. you know he, he means a lot to him. So, so the sheriff calmly wants to go in and interrogate Sue Ellen. Yes, Patty. because just for our listeners. The Sue Ellen, who witnessed the murder, does not know, does not recognize Sheriff Dean when he no, comes up. Not at this point, because nope. he's wearing his aviators and he's got his shirt on, and yeah, she does not recognize him. But uh, manly trust. Obviously, um, Sheriff Scott or Sheriff Dean wants to know what do these girls know, what have they seen or not mm-hmm. seen, because uh, he's probably trying to make a determination: should I grease these girls too? <laughs> you know. Um, so that's what he's doing. He sits down and. In, interrogates them um they claim well there was four of us and the sheriff's like listen we go on facts in this town you got to explain our point see if this is from our point of view here you two girls are found breaking in and into the gas station and you claim there was two more of you but we have no evidence of that i need facts i need facts and that's when patty says but what about our luggage look in the car our luggage is going to show you that there was four of us and they says all right great and so Sheriff Dean takes him over to the local tow garage. Shackled. They're shackled together. Where, um, I mean, when I say shackled together, Patty, he, he shackles by the wrist Rose. And, I mean, I'm sorry, Patty and Sue Ellen. Yep. And it takes him over to the where Q, the auto parts guy, is 
is there and they say like has anyone been near this car and he's like not since we towed it in nobody's been by here all day except the you and these pretty ladies yeah that's i wrote that in i was like can we talk about the psycho billy movie trope i mean yep. it's like such a chaotic uh scene again deliverance like but he exactly what andy said he you know well, has anyone been by this car yeah well sheriff it's hunting season no one's been around Yep. Except you and them pretty fine girls you got there. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> they really make him out to be a hick. Yes. So they pop open the trunk and it's empty. So the girls have no uh, proof that there was four of them. Of course, the sheriff now like, see, well, there's no luggage in here, so why should I believe you? Uh, and he has Deputy Scott go around checking town to see, make sure everybody's where they're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so. And this is got we, a, Mayor Billy's on the radio. We got another little montage, some yeah. music, and uh, but the, yeah, Mayor yeah. Billy's on the radio, and this is as Deputy Scott goes in the barbershop. Mm-hmm. I think it goes into like a, a parlor. Yeah, he's just talking to random. He's talking to people and stuff, making sure everything's okay. Mayor Billy's on the radio, and he's like, "Where you live in a town of a certain morality? Yeah, it's a town where you know your neighbor, as long as they're white, Christian, and not some minority." Really? He said that? No, he didn't say that. I was like, I didn't pay attention to what he was saying, but you did. You what? son of a bitch. Why did you do that? That's not what I he said. It. But he did say where you live in a town of certain morality. Right. It's where you know your neighbor right. and you know your community. I mean, it's Mayor but Billy. the white Christian, not no. minority, he didn't say. <laughs> no, right. But, I mean, come on, man. I mean, in the 80s, yeah. there's, yeah. I think, uh, see, like. I Listen, mean, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of racism in the South back then, and there still is. Yeah, but I mean, not everyone, but there is a lot. Yeah, yes. again, but it's just—I mean, <laughs> I'm from the South, brother. I know the the no. the that trope of like. The, I just don't want to paint with a broad brush. No, I'm not, but I just kind of thought it was funny as the mayor Billy, who sounds like a reverend, is, right. is talking on no the radio as the montage. But yeah. Scott does enter the local tavern, tavern, tavern to look for Angie. Well, he doesn't specifically look for Angie. He's just saying, like, is there, how's it going today? Kelly, he's flirting with the, the bar. No, he, he and, likes Angie. She and, even says that. Oh, oh, he does? And uh, she's just like, he, she didn't show up for work today, deputy. Yeah. and She's hardcore flirting with him. Yes, and that's what, he, you know, and, and she says, like, he's like, hmm, that's weird. Angie never misses work. And she's like, you still have a crush on her, don't you? Yeah, and he's yeah. like, it was a long time ago. Yeah. And what's funny is, is, is they're playing, like, someone goes to the jukebox in the tavern, and plays this song. And, Another song. Yeah, and I just gotta play this for everyone. It's it's called um, the waitress. It plays for a while. I think. Yeah, it, no, they play it like eight times. There you go. Now listen to the first lyric if you can. Hold on, just hear me out. The one who looks sixteen. Check out the waitress at the checkout counter, the one who looks 16. Yeah, yeah he, he's... What, what I'm getting at is I, I know I know it. that... Sorry. No, well, it's, it's saying... Well, oh shit, it's recording again. Fuck. Um, <laughs> again, it's it's, it's 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 called The Waitress. Yeah. Look at the... With the long red hair. Mm-hmm. This song is played throughout the movie. And I just thought it was funny, the one who looks 16. Now, I know there was the, fuck, the hair metal band. She's only, I think it's a fucking. She's only 17. Skid Row. She's only 17. Yeah, they've. 17. Is it Skid Row? Skid Row had 18 in life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of songs about, uh, you know, (laughs) 
uh, statutory rape. <laughs> Winger. Yeah. Sorry. Wait, okay. It was. I bet someone was already jumping. Skid Row on had it. 18 in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but uh, somebody's in their car going, "God damn it, Nick, <laughs> you fucking idiot!" Anyway, Listening Angie's not there. Bar. Yeah. Deputy has a thing for her, but the other but the other barmaid wants some of that deputy action. Uh, not going to happen. He realizes that Angie is now missing. It is a very cool tavern, a place that I would hang out. Looks like a cool place. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Scott heads back to the station to talk to Dean and tell yep. him that Angie, he thinks Angie is missing. So he tells Dean, uh, you know, everything's everything's fine except Angie's missing. She didn't show up for work. She's never late. Dean sort of shrugs it off, but he says, I'll I'll look for her. You know, if it make you feel better, I'll go look for her. Um, and Scott's like, yeah, I will. So Scott stays at the station. And Dean goes to Angie's house, apartment, wherever she lives. Packs up a bunch of her stuff to make it look like she left town. Burns it. And he ends up burning it. The whole time that song is playing. Yes. During this. And, which I thought was weird. Like this whole time. It starts back up. They play song. it like three yeah. times in the movie. Um, <laughs> and uh, we go back to Patty and Sue Ellen at the station where, where Deputy Scott's trying to make some food and he burns his trying to make them lunch yeah he burns his hand and drops something on the floor and they talk him into letting them out and and cooking for him and they end up all kind of chatty a, fr- a friendship friendly. yeah a friendship is blossoming yeah friend and friendly chatty at the table with deputy scott they're prisoners and uh eating food and that's when dean comes back in and he's pretty pissed oh he gets fucking super pissed he's like yeah. what i fucking miss a party but before that all happens at the lunch table the guys are still looking chad and brett chad and owen the needless fuckbags in this oh, I movie. Didn't write that down. They're still looking for the girls. Yeah. Owen's like, I'm bored. I'm on vacation. I'm bo- <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I didn't, sorry to interrupt. I didn't write it down, Nick, because it's pointless. Well, but go ahead. You know, we, we had, we're, the, we're the professors here. We have to yeah, tell the yeah, students what's going on. But anyway, what, what, I, yeah, it, it's like Owen says this to Chad. He's like, I'm bored. I'm on fucking vacation, party time, Fort Lauderdale, cocaine, boobs, and I'm bored. I can't believe I'm saying that. Meanwhile, Chad's looking at a map going, hmm, this town, they should be in Medley, Georgia. Yep. That's where we're going. Yep. So... You know, Chad, off. who's got great hair and and, and, <laughs> and I guess a sixth sense, fuck, yeah. you know, takes off to Medley, Georgia. Yep. So this is when we get back to the lunch table. The yeah. sheriff walks in and uh, and lashes out at Scott. So and that's like when, a party. You yeah, Sue, a party? Ellen says, Sue Ellen says, hey, sorry, sheriff, it's our fault. And the sheriff yells, you just keep your mouth shut. And that's. Yeah, that's when Sue Ellen's like, she flashes back to the woods. Where she first heard him yell it at, at Angie, and that's where Sue Ellen recognizes him. And then, the, but the sheriff recognizes the, that she recognizes. The sheriff knows that she knows. And Sue Ellen notices that he knows that she knows. Like at okay, the I same know, moment, yeah, they both realize. Who's on first? Yeah, exactly. So uh, she, of course, kind of locks up in fear. And Patty, meanwhile, is like, "What's wrong, Sue Ellen? What, what's wrong? You know?" And and. And the sheriff, he obviously can't pull out his gun and shoot them both right here in front of Deputy Scott. That wouldn't make any sense. But. Deputy Scott is a very important, has a very important role and a very important part in this movie, especially towards the end. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. they hammed up his very, you know, the introduction of the, the intro of the character. But that said, Deputy Scott is trying to tell him that he's got a call from his wife. Like, the hey, wife's sh- on the phone. sheriff, you got a yeah. call from your wife. You go lock them girls up. I'm going to talk to my wife. Mm-hmm. So now so, we have tension. Yes. The sheriff knows that the girl that that Sue Ellen knows who he is, and the and the girls know that he knows 
they know who he is. And yeah, they uh, they want to get the fuck away. So from it's him. a little cat and mouse game now yeah. because it's only a matter of time before he tries to off them, and they're like, "Fuck, we're in, you know, we're in jail." Yeah. Damn it. So they're, they 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 willingly go to the cell yeah. because that's where Sue Ellen can tell Patty that the sheriff it was the, him. The sheriff's the murderer, and he knows that I know it. Yes, yes, that was such a good scene. I mean, it was a it was a good point. I yeah. babble sometimes, edit that shit out, but I really was. <laughs> I didn't recognize it till the second watch when same when you know Patty he's the murderer, but he knows that I know that he's the murderer. Great, yep. great call. Um, the sheriff tells the apologetic uh, Scott that you know they could be the murderers. He needs to fucking wake the hell up. You should become all chummy with them. Yeah, Dean's you know? like uh, Dean's like, and Angie left town. Yeah, with some went trucker or drifter. Drifter, trucker, her place is empty. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You know, and be careful with the girl. So he takes off. I'm going home. Um, and meanwhile, Uncle Jesse is hunting. Uncle Jesse. It's a guy named Eli. But Eli yeah, Turner. He looks like Uncle Jesse from the Dukes of Hazard. He yeah, or you know, just like that old motorcycle guy in your yeah. town that's got a long white beard. He's out in the woods with his golden retriever. Right? I thought it was a lab, but it well, could have been a golden retriever. Either way, it was a dog. They didn't have a dog at the gas station. It was so. John Carpenter's but dog in had... real life. Shut up. Uh, they no, had but... a dog in this scene. So. Yeah. And, yeah but... <clears throat> Whatever. <laughs> we can afford one dog. And we... <laughs> <laughs> right? We can only afford one dog in this movie, and we can't... Oh, shit. We, we have to have a dog who discovers the bodies in the shallow grave drink, so we can't use a guard dog. We can't... Right? Uh, we can't even afford B-roll right. of a dog just going growling. Yep. Like, can't you could have flashed it. it for a half a second, and... Th- so... Eli, but, but, Eli's dogs in the woods. But and, they did make the point. Yeah. They it really just like kind of Alfred Hitchcock did that shit. Yeah. Like you didn't have to show, like even Jaws, they didn't show you know the shark a lot because it was so much money. But I mean, you got the the idea that it's there. Right. So the um, dog finds something in the woods and starts digging, and Eli's like, "What you got there?" Good boy. Good boy finds three dead bodies. Yep. Good boy. We cut to Sheriff Dean in his car, just parked next to a pond. What a huge Adam's apple. Huge Adam's He's apple. He's got a manly Adam's apple. He's reclined, his head's back. and Kind of reliving the murder. Right. We hear all these echoey voices in his head, just things that we've already heard. It's a mix of, like, Angie saying, like, I'm going to tell your wife, and him going, you shut your filthy mouth, and... Um, he's sort of reliving it, right? Having flashbacks is what I wrote down. And then the radio pipes up and it's Deputy Scott, you know. Hey, Sheriff. Uncle Jesse. Sheriff, we found, Eli found something out in the woods you're going to want to see. Uncle Jesse just found them Duke boys. Um, <laughs> yes, Eli Turner found some something bad in the woods. Yep. And then, he tells Scott to go on down and check, check it out. out. He'll cover the jail. Yep, and so Dean is like, fucking hell. He probably found the bodies. I'm going to have to go kill these two girls. Exactly. Good call. Yeah. (laughs) He sends Deputy Scott off and says, I'll go back to the jail where uh, he is going to attempt to take Sue Ellen and Patty wherever he's going to take them and kill them. But But they escape. But in the cell, the girls think they need to tell someone. Mm -hmm. And they are like, well, who's going to believe us that the sheriff killed Nope. Someone and possibly our friend, like we don't even know where our friends are. Right. I mean, we can tell, we know he's corrupt. We know he's a fucking weirdo. Yep. And as they're deciding who to tell, they think maybe we can trust Deputy Scott. Maybe oh, wait. As, yeah. And so they hear commotion coming in from the station and they're like, yep. hey, who's that? Is that you, De- Deputy Scott? It's not Deputy Scott. But no, it's a fucking uh, sheriff who looks like fucking Dylan McDermott. Got it. And he <laughs> wants to take them on a little ride. 
Yeah. No. Patty fucking cracks him in a chair as he's trying as she as he's trying to handcuff Patty and handcuff Sue Ellen to each other. Yeah. As he's grabbing Sue Ellen, Patty picks up a chair, swack, whacks him on the back of the chair. She grabs Sue Ellen and they, they run. fucking take off. Yep. Uh, we go back to the woods where back at the gravesite, Deputy Scott. There's a bunch of hunters there uh, digging the up the locals. Right, no, no police procedure at all. No. Well, Scott gets there and he's like, "What?" Yeah, there's no, uh, don't touch the scene. Oh yeah, the evidence. <laughs> Let's just have rando public members, <laughs> civilians digging around this shallow grave. CSI, like, Medley, Georgia. Yeah. So, Deputy uh, Scott finds the three bodies in the shallow grave. Drink. Where he's like, "Oh shit!" You know, that's An- he recognizes Angie. Yeah. as one of them, but he doesn't recognize the other. But two. you know, he has a good idea. But who he they- has a good. Idea he has a good idea who they are, and at- that's he goes back to the radio. You know, Sheriff Dean, and Dean's like, "Meet me at Willow Junction." Those two girls escaped. You gotta meet me, and he's like, "But I don't think I should leave, Sheriff." Yeah. <laughs> Right, I don't think I, should, I don't think I should leave here. There's some crazy happen, sheriff. A, you need to check it a out. Murder scene, sheriff. I don't think I should go. And he's like, just do what you're told. Um, but uh, and he tells Scott that the girls probably killed them. So he's the, like, he's like, those girls probably killed them. This is Dean on the radio. Yeah, yeah. And but somehow we cut the girls running through the woods, and Dean is chasing them, like catching them. So after they ran off, he had time to radio and then go chase them. Like, he has a radio in his car, dude. Yeah, he could be on the car, like driving to to wherever. Oh yeah, it's I guess very so. the the stream of what's happening doesn't make sense to me. He's radioing. how this movie won an Oscar still just <laughs> blows my mind. Didn't win an Oscar, you fool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think they know. That. So Dean orders Scott to meet him at Willow Junction, but somehow he's then chasing them through the woods, and um, Patty. Uh, stumbles out of the woods onto the road. Just yeah, I guess they get, they get separated, I guess, because yeah. Dean walks up on... He, sh- uh, he fires a shot, and yeah. they both run in opposite directions, and Patty stumbles out in front of uh, Deputy Scott. She tries um, to... Yes, she's sorry. like, help me, help me. It was the sheriff, you know, and he's like, don't move. Yeah, Deputy Scott is kind of the inkling. You could see like a little fucking angel yeah. on his shoulder going, believe the girl, believe the girl, <laughs> but the devil's beggar. No, fuck that girl. She's from North. Believe, she, she's a Yankee. She's a Yankee. Believe your your boss. Yeah, and so he's like, I don't want to hear it. Get in the car. Dean comes in hot, though. Yeah, he comes up locked and loaded, dude. Shotgun. Yes. And he's like, if she tries to get away again, you kill her. Yeah, you keep her locked up, Scott. Yeah, and, and Scott's like, I got it. She yeah, be go cool, after the other dude. One. Take some her. CBD, man. <laughs> I'm fuck. going after the other one. I, I got this one. And it, Sheriff takes a beat. To put his gun down, he goes off after uh, Sue Ellen. Um, and Patty, of course, is trying. To still plead. trying to tell Scott, like, dude, Pleading that guy him. fucking did it, you he know. Did it, and please. he's like, "Fuck, Scott's really like in a moral conundrum right now." Yeah. And the local boys uh, are, have now decided to move the bodies. And Eli, our uncle Jesse, he finds the sheriff's billfold with a sh- with his shield in it. He finds it, but he thinks it's... He thinks it's Deputy Scott's. That deputy must have dropped this. Yeah, but it's, it. it's actually, you know, we know it's uh, Sheriff uh, Dean. It's evidence that Sheriff Dean was at the scene. Yeah. and Very we, important. Yes. And Patty and Scott are continuing to argue over uh, Dean. Um, getting back like, to the station. Yeah, yeah, getting back to the station. That, and Patty's pleading with Scott. He's the killer. He's the killer. And Why I, would we kill Angie? We didn't even know her. Like, yeah. why would we kill that other and, girl? And why would we kill our her? friends and and D right. and Scott's? Uh, For a second, is like, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but then he says, well, the man with all these accommodations and awards be a murderer? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. O.J. Simpson. No, but I mean, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I mean. Nick, 
please. OJ's trying to find the real killer. Come on. Cut the guy some stuff. Uh, but, you know, again, they're arguing over the killer. And um, meanwhile, Sue Ellen uh, is still trying to hide out. She hides in a barn. Yeah. She meets a really nice snake who's like, oh, hi, man. my name's Snake. What's I your guess... name? And she's like, my name's Sue Ellen Snake. So I through mental this. through mental telepathy or whatever, they're talking. <laughs> Fucking Dean walks in the fucking. This is a high tension scene. Barn, yeah, he's got his. He's locked and loaded, looking for fucking Sue Ellen. Meanwhile, through psychotic psychosis, fucking mental telepathy, Sue Ellen's telling the snake, "Like, be cool, man. He's looking for him. He's gonna kill me." The snake's like, "I got your back." Yeah, Sue Ellen, it's cool. The snake in the hay. Yeah, and so, uh, but uh, out of frustration, the sheriff can't find Sue Ellen. But no. you know what? He does see the snake. Shoots a snake. Shoots the fucking snake. The snake wasn't doing anything. He's no. just fucking hanging out in the hay in his barn. Just being a snake. Yeah, just being a snake. So uh, he shoots the snake. Fuck. Um, and leaves. Frustrated. Goes back, leaves the barn, finds the local yokel boys and says, this is your sheriff speaking. Yeah. That's a that's a naughty girl. That's a tramp we're going after. He gets a posse. Yeah, I get a yeah. Now the tramp. I don't. I like Lady and the Tramp. I know is a Walt Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Would they change that title now? Like Lady and the and the and, and, and then like the and the bad boy or something. It's I, only a matter of time, my but friend. I, yeah, but La- Lady and the what's the term? The politically correct term for homeless people now. Housing challenged or something. Yeah, well, that's cool. I like Lady that. and the housing challenged. Lady and the housing challenged. Yeah, uh, rolls right off the tongue. But uh, but you know he goes. Sheriff Dean's going back to the boys and saying. Hey, you know, you get that tramp. She's dangerous. Shoot her on sight. I command you to. I order you. I to order shoot. you to shoot her on sight. Yeah. I'm going back to the jail cell. So Dean calls Deputy Scott on the radio. Come down here. I want you to lead this manhunt so that he can get Scott away from the jail. And then Patty's alone back in the cell. So Scott's like, you know, where are you going to be? I'm going back to the jail to watch the girl. You can you know? tell. You can tell he's hesitant. Oh, Scott? Yeah, totally. You can tell he's hesitant a little bit, but uh, he's the junior, yeah. and he has to listen to his boss. Uh, and Sue Ellen's running through the woods again, yes. trying to... She still has a hurt ankle. This is the only cool scene with the guys. And a dog bite on her, on her yeah. arm. And she stumbles out kind of into the a clearing as a car goes by, and it's our boys, Chad and Owen, blaring music. And this is another one of those things where it's, it's so close. It's so close. She's like screaming, Chad! And they're, they can't hear This her. is a good scene with the guys. I would say this is probably the best scene because you it think really the that only you, point. Because at one two. point in my first watch, I was like, oh, is, is this when these guys are going to become fucking relevant in the movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. The they keep driving on. Now, Andy, this is to the weirdest scene of the movie. Um, oh, God. Yeah. A, a scene that I don't like, Andy doesn't like. Uh, they're... It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, very uncomfortable because there, there, there's uh, so much to it. I'm going to go ahead and dive into it. Um, yeah. Uh, the sheriff enters the cell with Patty. Um, yeah. And as he enters the cell, he turns up the radio. He wants the volume up. And it's a, it's a reverend speaking, yeah. uh, talking about the good Lord, how he can rescue you. And even if you're a Jezebel, which I thought was odd during the scene, like, you know, he rescue if you give your life to him. And again, he 
looks at her and says, take off your clothes. And she's like, please, don't do this. Of course, you're like, fuck, not a rape. I mean, it's That's sucks. what I said. Is he going to rape her? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, if you're saying take off your clothes, so... I couldn't understand at this point his motive. I'm like, why would he want to rape her? He's just trying to cover his tracks for And, and it doesn't seem like a rapist. Like, his M.O., I'm sorry, I watch enough murder porn to know... Um, true crime, sorry, but I, I watch enough to know, like, they have, like, you know, every serial killer, every psycho, they have their... Yeah. At a operandi or whatever, they have their go-to. Like this for seemed, him to sit there and rape, yeah. like way out of character. It seemed uh, it, weird. Yeah. So like, this but, guy's just a killer. He's not a rapist. But I mean, as we go on, uh, she, you know, she says, "Don't do this." As, as he takes off his shirt, we can. The only good part of the scene is you get to see his manly chest. <laughs> um, and uh, the, the reverend, the reverend is still yes, the yeah. radio is still blasting. Uh, <clears throat> cry out for him; he will answer you, rescue you if you live right. Yeah. Uh, she puts her nails on his neck, so I'm thinking, oh, rad, she's gonna dig in and make a fight for it. Come on, Patty, go, Patty, Team Patty here, hashtag oh, Team Patty. Yeah. But she does not uh, engage in any kind of violent act or fight. I kind of get the impression, she's and I'm sure it. you did too. Like, is she going to give in? And make it easier for him, like, uh, like instead of like getting violent, like so forced, like, which sucks even more. Like, yeah. I'll just get it over with. But then something comes even more disturbing. It looks like as he leans in to kiss her, she is accepting it, and she is like, like she is. I want to kiss. You. I want to kiss you. That was weird for me too. I, I am ready to to engage and we can maybe make something we can buy a little nice house outside of medley well i don't know we went we can, that far really? we can raise a child we can raise a couple kids together <laughs> i first have to graduate yeah and um but anyway uh but before it looks like they're about to consensually kiss yeah there's like a slow-mo of the yeah the, yeah the I, I sent you the picture i remember i was like and you're like hashtag me too i mean no because it was a truth i mean this yeah. made me fucking uncomfortable yeah but it looks as they're about to consensually kiss he strangles her pushes her up against the wall, gags her, chokes her out, kills her. With her own bra. With her own bra. And then takes that same bra and makes it look like she hung herself in yeah. the cell. Yeah. And I don't feel comfortable saying this, but it is. But let's just do it low-key then. Okay. This is Nick's, Nick's dick kill dick shot, shot of the week. kill of the week. No, boop, 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 boop. Boop, boop. The, the only reason I thought... And I, I know we talked about this, Andy. It, it was just such an intense, weird scene. For sure. Especially with the preacher on the radio. Yes. Overlaying the whole Fuck thing. Yes. Talking about forgiveness and, you know, call out to God and you shall be saved. And holy cow. I was like, this is weird and, and it, intense. But smart to make it look like a suicide. Totally. He and choked her with the bra strap. Yeah. So that anybody investigating would be like, nobody choked this woman. She hung herself. And yeah. And again Blah. Blah. you know forgetting the manly chest and that great i can't but anyway yes <laughs> i can't either <laughs> but I, but the religious tones and the yeah. the idea like i just thought it was a yeah. an interesting scene so that is next kill shot of the week and going on to the next scene chad and brad finally make it to the police station yep these fuck bags who have no reason <laughs> to be in this film uh, this is another another really close call because yes, the, the sheriff's in the bathroom washing his face, maybe feeling guilty, maybe not. Who knows? He's maybe just stressed out, so he's relieving, you know, washing his face. Chad and Owen come into the uh, police station and they're like, "Hello, is anyone here?" And Owen actually turns the corner. Yes, and he's right Sorry. there 
by the jail cell, <laughs> all he has to do is turn his head to the left. I mean, not, what, not 90 degrees, 45, 45 degrees. 45 degrees to the left, and he's going to see Patty hanging there. You're going to get a visual, like, yeah. of fucking... He a... could have seen her in his peripheral, even, but... I thought he did. Yeah, like... but he doesn't. He's eyes locked on the sheriff the whole time. He never turned and looked in the cell, and the sheriff's like, what are you doing here? And he like, grabs Owen and pulls him away out of, out of eyesight of the, sh- of the cell. We're looking for girls. Boys, this ain't a whorehouse. This ain't a whorehouse. You know, and the sheriff chases him off. You know, yeah, get but the hell I mean, out of here. Then I just, yeah, great, because this is just what I, the, the boys make it to the police station asking about the girls. Yeah. Man, does Owen come close to seeing the body? Mm-hmm. But the sheriff tells them no girls have been uh, in his town, so to beat it. So they do. Yep. The end. What a wasted fucking storyline yep. with Chad and Owen. Yep. They... They were just there for suspense and almost saving our. There girls. was one good um, scene, like with the, yeah. again the missed the missed shot with Sue Ellen. Yeah, it was dumb. And that was fucking it. God damn it! So we're back Give me a to second. Sue. Oh, you need a second. Oh God. We're back to Sue Ellen in the woods. We're in the home stretch here, bud. Stay with me. Sue Ellen's in the woods, and All the right. posse of hunters and local yokels uh, see her, and they shoot her in the leg, and she drops, and that's when sheriff or uh, deputy, <laughs> right? So in the last. Okay, let's just say four hours. Seven hours, maybe. Four, okay, yeah. we'll say four to six hours. Yeah. Uh, sprained ankle. Yep. Dog bite. Dog bite. Jailed. Jailed. Witnessed a murder. Yep. And now shot in the leg. Shot in the leg. So, <laughs> so we, we think she's going to be final girl. So I'm like, well, maybe she may she be the final girl. She'll have a, she's had a hell of a day. And, yes. And uh, she drops. And uh, immediately, Deputy Scott's like, cease fire. Don't do it. Don't hold your fire. And he runs over and she starts screaming, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. I didn't do anything. And Sheriff uh, Deputy Scott's like, get an ambulance. Call an ambulance. And we go back to Chad and Owen uh. driving away, and an ambulance pulls out behind them, and they you know, they make way for it, and the ambulance speeds past them. Hey, and hey, they're done. They're hey, gone. No, I'm like, yeah, hey, Owen, Chad's yeah. driving. Hey, you know, or, or, or Chad, go follow those fuck, follow the ambulance. It's no. got to be something. I mean, if he had the intuition and probably like a really nice uh, coating of Axe body spray on him, like why not follow the ambulance like fucking Scooby-Doo, you fucking dick? We should write a sequel that follows Chad and Owen after this part. A post-school? A sequel, yeah. Oh, sorry. Chad and Owen go off and spend the rest of their time (laughs) at Fort Lauderdale. And we make it a teenage romp sex movie. Right, like Weekend at Bernie's without the dead body or, or, you know, (laughs) like uh, Super Bad or something. Um, yeah, yeah. So Chad and Owen, yeah, they, but we killed Chad first off. Yeah, Let Owen party. Yeah. Owen was probably the best. He wanted to party the whole time. So the yes. ambulance passes them. Yawn. And, uh, we cut to the uh, the back of the scene in the woods with uh, Sue Ellen. Get They've got Sue on, Ellen on a stretcher. Uh, Dean is getting there in the sheriff car, and uh, Sue Ellen freaks out. Don't let him near me. He's gonna kill me just like he killed my friends. Um, they load her in the ambulance, and well, this is, Scott is like, where's the other girl? Well, and Dean's like, back at the jail where you left her. Yeah, and it was you did a good job, Scott. Yep. And, you know, like, uh, those girls are bad news. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to run. I'm going to hop in the back of the ambulance with her. And, and In case she confesses. Yeah, so he, Sheriff Deans runs off to the, you know, hop, goes to hop in the back of the ambulance. Uncle Jesse, I mean. Eli. Fuck, Eli comes up and says, hey, I think you dropped this deputy. And he's like, I don't have time right now. I got to figure something out. So, you know, the deputy goes back to the sheriff who's getting in the back of the ambulance and says, like, hey, man, I mean, are, are you sh-? he's like, why this are you doesn't r- feel right? Yeah. And why are you riding with her? And he's like, well, again, she might give she a confession confess. about yeah. killing all those people. The doors close. And Ellen's uh, so kind of groggy. Yeah. She's like, fuck, don't leave out. me in the back of this right. fucking 
ambulance with this guy. And again, as the ambulance drives off, Eli finally yes. make, gets yeah. to Scott and says, look, man, you fucking left this at the gravesite, the shallow gravesite. Drink. And Scott's and, like, that's not mine. I don't have one of those. That's he's, the sheriff's. That's the sheriff's. That's the sheriff's. Sheriff must have dropped it in the grave. Now Scott realizes. Yep. It all lines up. The Rubik's Cube is complete in Scott's <laughs> head. Click. The girls were telling the truth. The sheriff did all this. And, oh, my God, he's in the back of the ambulance with the last one who's alive, probably. Who's probably going to die. And guess what? We roll credits. Roll credits. Probably going to die. Roll credits. Yeah. Great job. So, wait. Speculate for me. Okay, real quick. Doing? They have a radio. Yeah. He could run to the radio in his car and say, and it was probably connected to the fucking Medley Georgia fucking EMT, you know, like, stop. Don't, yeah. And, and get that fucking, you know, I don't care what you have to stop do. Stop the ambulance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and just be cool. Yeah. Just be cool because yeah. I got to go. Sure, if I know you did it. Or, yeah, you don't want to freak him out. <laughs> and so uh, that's yeah, a speculation. Yeah. I guess the only good thing that came out of this, Andy, is they got out of writing that 100-page report on St. Oh, Paul. Yeah, you know what? That's the silver <laughs> lining here. Right. That is a great point. Tell you what, that's a good spot to take a break. Yes. Uh, and we'll be right back. We'll talk about our next our next movie. Fuck All the- right. So... <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> kill count. Kill count. That's right. <laughs> we didn't have a ton of kills. Uh, Angie broke a neck when uh, Sheriff Dean killed her for threatening to expose their affair and tell his wife. Mm-hmm. That's what started the whole thing off. Then Rose, headshot. Andy. My dick, dick kill. kill. Shot, shot of the week. Week, 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 week. week, 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 week. Uh, Cindy got choked out. Plain and simple. Very simple. And uh, Rose, Cindy, and Angie all buried in a shallow grave. Drink. Drink. Name of the movie. Patty hung in the jail cell with her bra in that weird, weird scene, which is Nick's dick kill shot of the the week. week. And then I have Sue Ellen, question mark, in the back of the ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) We don't see it. We don't see her die, but Dean gets in the ambulance with her. If we did a post-quill, I would like to start it with... Like, we she save Sue Ellen. Sue Ellen yeah. joins Chad and Owen, and they all three go down, Ooh. and it's a sexy romp. There no killing, go. except for me for Chad. Sure. And then, and then like, Owen and Sue Ellen hook up, and they just have, like, crazy orgies in their hotel room. Okay. After they kill so Chad. So it's like a porn. No, no. I mean, it's like an 80s sex like a romp. gay for pay thing? <laughs> There's, I mean, no. I'm. It's going to be all <laughs> colors, all genders, oh, all okay. fluidity, Super all inclusive. sexual orientations involved yeah. in the sexual orgy. Like it. Like, you know, they're, you know, they're, you know, things can slip in, slip out, so I'm it's fun. I'm so turned on right now. Yes, uh, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking it's April, as we record this, it's April 2021. Yes. Um, without getting too political with all that's going on in the world. Next week, we should watch Maniac Cop. Hey! What do you think of that? I think that is a fucking great idea, Andy. I am uh, so excited. No politics, no religion, and slash you. Yep. But this is a Christian university. Is it? No, I'm just kidding. No, that's a Maniac Cop, 1988. Killer dresses in a police uniform begins murdering innocent people on the streets of New York City. Not a not a forgotten. No, this is a well known one. Yes, uh, there is a couple postquills sequels to this. Postquills. Uh, yeah, there's a Maniac Cop two and a Maniac Cop three. This hour and twenty five minutes rated R, available on several platforms. AMC Plus, uh, Shutter. You know, you can watch this in a different in a few different places. But search Maniac Cop. Uh, there's a decent trailer. 
online that I that found. was that was uh, <clears throat> that'll be our movie. I just want to say this as a professor, okay, as the head professor. No, I'm just kidding. The dean, as the dean of slash you, <laughs> I want to give uh, accommodations to. Was it accommodations? I want to give laurels accolades. to accolades to professor of slashticity uh-huh. Andy Andrew Damos. Oh, that was a great call on Maniac Cop. Yeah. Again, no politics, no religion, but you know we're we're current here at Slash U. We also are not making light of all the things going on in no. the world, but uh, no, we're not. Listen, I think guys, that's why we fucking bring it up. There's a movie about somebody dresses a cop killing people, so here we go. We're gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking make a movie where. Never mind. I'm gonna watch um, the shit out of it. <laughs> I'm gonna wash the shit out of you. All right. Oh, did you say watch? I thought you said wash. Watch. Oh, I thought you were gonna give me a bath. I'm gonna watch. Like you're gonna the movie. wash me. We're Let's rambling. end the goddamn. Uh, any shout outs this week? Shout I'm just going to give a shout out to uh, all of our friends all of our friends and homies <clears throat> that support us yeah. on the Instas, Grams, and you know what? Any musicians out there that want to get into the tag at the end? Oh, sure. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, we'll give, play your song yeah, give as us our a, closing credits. Promo. Also, yeah. if there's any great podcasts out there that want a... Uh, a 30 second promo. I'll put it in the to, commercial break. Yeah, 30 to 60 second promo. Yep. I think ours is 32 seconds. Yeah. Well, with podcasting, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. You know, it's. I think we need to record a new one. Anyway, we should. We uh, should. We'll but, uh, uh, put that on the chalkboard. Send it to sometime. send your promo to slash you podcast at gmail.com. Thank Find you. us on Instagram at slash you underscore podcast. Yep. And, uh, www.slashupodcast.com. We're getting excited. Andy's bachelor party's coming up, and then his wedding. Yeah, I'm getting married June 12th, 2021. And I am the proud partner. We're excited. So we are excited, and I love you. I'm not getting married to you. Not yet. (laughs) Just kidding. Hey, we're going to fucking finally end this. Uh, Thanks, everybody. Maniac Cop, next week, do your homework. Maniac Cop, do your homework. Until then, Uh, let's dismiss. Let's dismiss!